0: You're listening to the world famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 552 for Monday, May 25th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by Cravenspeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's Stevie so in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Getting ready to head over to Amviv on a Thursday night like we like to do. Uh, here we are. Um, got my good friend Todd Pearson joining us from Lenexa, Kansas and motoringstripes.com. Ch- uh, Todd, say hi.
1: I, I'm here. I've got toothpicks propping my
0: eyes open, but I'm here. Excellent. Uh, back from the dragon and other places, uh, the, our good friend, <laughs> the chief mechanic, uh, the Reverend Chad Miller.
2: Hello. I've actually replaced my
0: eyes with video cameras. That would be <laughs> awesome. Exactly. dude. And they could live stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be so rad. <laughs> and of periscope course,
3: all the, day, all the way along. And, and Alex
0: day. is here as well. We're talking about minis and other things for you on a minute, like we like to do, fellows.
3: Hey, guys. Yes. Hello.
0: We were talking before the show. Alex hates 18s. He does. No, not. I don't hate like 18s. DB hates
3: 18s. If you could get 12 inches rims, you would do it. But I can get 12-inch rims. But see,
0: okay, I just want to say this: tires for 12-inch rims, though.
1: DB, your only hatred for 18 inches it wheels is because you say the tires are too expensive. If you had more money, you would agree with us that 18s look better on the car.
0: Uh, No, because I'd rather lower the car.
1: Mm, I think a combination of them is, is great because that's what I've got. The J. Yeah, my big 18s.
0: issue with 18s is it's the, the cost of the tires because it's ridiculous. A, a seventeen inch tire costs one hundred and twenty five dollars. An eighteen inch tire costs two hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars. No, so it like, doesn't. I just put the no, most. Exp- I
1: exact. just put the most expensive tires I could get on my GP, and they were shipped one eighty nine apiece.
0: That's a lot. that's a lot of money for a tire, man.
1: It's not that much. It's only about thirty bucks more than, and that's because I put the Michelin Pilot Supersports on there. You can buy Kumos. Yeah, I've already got
0: seventeen, so I don't care.
1: Problem is, is uh, with eighteen-inch wheels on a mini, there's only two. I want to say only two or three manufacturers that make the stock tire size for mm-hmm. that. You can vary from it a little bit. Um, you can go to. What is it, Chad? 205s instead of 215s because the mini factory is a 215-40. yes. Yeah, the two fifteen forty eighteen, 18 And well, most like manufacturers don't make that. Like Michelin makes it. Pilot no. Sport makes it. Jeez, um, uh, Continental. I don't even think Continental makes the 18, but I don't know. Well, I a lot think of- GB
3: is secretly uh, saving money to get himself uh, an Apple Watch. That's why <laughs> want to buy eighteens. <laughs> I think a
2: lot of people actually have to go with a thirty five series tire because there's not a lot of forty series tires out there for the eighteens and that's just not enough rubber between yeah. you and the pavement and that's where you end up breaking rims and stuff.
0: Yeah. That's almost just like plastic dipping your hand. You know, I, I always thought well
2: yeah, well not quite that bad, but um I, I always thought that it was just uh it's a big, you know, gamble. On the cost of of rims and things like that. I, I mean, I had a customer one day. One pothole broke, physically broke off the rim, all four wheels. Holy crap! Oh. You know, it was expensive. a big pothole, but I mean, it was very expensive. And it's like, okay, you might as well just call your insurance at that point because it's it's done.
1: Not to mention the struts that are now shot and everything. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I and I've seen things like that all the time. And while 17s are a compromise and even 16s and, you know, even 15s, I mean, I, there's just, you you hit something so hard in the road that it bubbles the tire or it breaks the rim or it bends the rim, you know, and that's the biggest thing I've hated about run flats. Yeah, they kind of are a rough ride and stuff like that, but, boy, man, you hit something in the road, it doesn't, It well, it'll bubble the sidewall on the run flat, but it totally just breaks the rim off because it doesn't give. Right,
1: there's no flex to it.
2: There's no flex in it, so. Yeah. Well, hey, um, since we're talking about tires and and everybody loves it when we talk about tires.
0: Oh, no, they don't. I'm just no, going to do I know, I love I'm the being the sarc- way
2: tires smell. I'm being sarcastic. I, I loved one time I was coming back from uh, <laughs> tire rack with a whole van full of tires and it was the best time of That is bike. a lovely smell, isn't it? <laughs>
0: that is a lovely smell. I have to I would have to agree going into a tire shop is one of the best smells ever.
2: But wait,
1: here's what I'm going to say. Here's my my <laughs> I digress. My quick review of the Michelin uh, Pilot Supersports.
0: the most expensive tires that you can buy for a mini,
1: just about. And that, that aren't like um, you know those uh, those racing compound tires. I love these tires. I've I've had them on now for a few weeks, and they are a phenomenal rain tire. In the wet, they grip, and uh, I was just trying to see how well they were. We had a lot of rain here, and we've had like six inches of rain in the last couple of weeks here, and so I've had a lot of opportunity to drive it in the wet. And with no traffic around me or anything like that, I'll go around a corner and I'll try and push it because I want to see where these break away. I know where the old ones, those old Bridgestones used to break away. And man, I could not get these. They just gripped with the combination of the tires and the limited slip that I have. Uh, the car just took off. And I'm like, this is amazing. So then I tried to peel out at a stoplight, try to you know get them to spin, which is usually pretty easy to do in the rain. And they spun just for a... For like a second, and then gripped, and I'm like, these things are super tires. They are like super tires. They are the Avengers of tires, man. They really are good. <laughs> yeah.
3: you know, should Show title: The Avengers of Tires.
1: Yeah, I uh, I can't say enough good things about them. If you're if you're on the fence about some new tires or whatever, Todd highly recommends the uh,
3: Michelin Pilot Michelin Super Sports. Pilot
0: Super Sports. Yep. French. There you go.
3: No, not, pi- not Pilot. Michelin. 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 Michelin, Michelin Pilot Supersport. <laughs> okay, thank you, Alex. Lots of accentes on there.
1: You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> those- the Michelin Pilot Supersport. <laughs> let, let me get everybody digressed before we end up actually having a tire show. Um, that we do have some news from motoringfile.com. We've got a couple other things we're going to talk about. We're going to ask Chad about the Dragon, how that was, his experience at the Dragon this year. Uh, we're going to do some reminders about Ambiv. And who knows what we can come up with. I think we might even have an Ashad question somewhere in the queue. We might try to answer. Who knows? It's going to be kind of a a dealer's choice this evening. See what happens.
2: Free flowing show.
0: Flowing show. Before we get started with any of that, though, let's start off with uh, reminding you about sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at OutMotoring. Outmotoring OutMotoring.com. You guys have already clicked over and you've already got uh, signed up for the email newsletter, right? Because if you did, you'd find out there's some great deals going on, uh, specials on Team Dynamics wheels. Super nice wheels. I like these a lot. These were like... Almost the wheels I was going to put on Bruce only a buck fifty a wheel great price on those. Not to mention the Craven speed shift knob. We all know I already love that thing and it's awesome. Uh, the Bluetooth wireless speaker, little thing you, you pair your phone to it and it plays music. It looks like the Mini Cooper rearview mirror, it's pretty rad. Sounds pretty okay too. And of course, uh, new upper motor mounts by Vibrotechnics, which are really nice pieces because your car just needs new motor mounts. Trust me, I'm sure it does. Yeah,
1: Chad had some pictures of some destroyed. Oh, not motor man. mounts. He had some strut mounts. Uh, uh, yes, that was just yesterday on Facebook. Yeah, speaking of things that are destroyed, not motor mounts, but strut mounts. Uh,
0: but man. you need new motor mounts. I can guarantee it that in replacing your motor mounts. I remember when I did that on Roxy, I had all the motor mounts replaced and the transmission mount. It was ridiculous. Were they all leaking or had they all leaked out? They, they all leaked out already. They were blown out. <laughs> and I had them all replaced. And it was like driving a brand new car. Yeah. For reals, it was just like, what, whoa, this is amazing. It's like my car's brand new again. That weird rattle that you just can't put your finger on, that weird vibration, that's your motor mounts going bad. They've got some really nice ones over at motoring.com. Go over there, check them out. And what I want you to do is don't forget, sign up for your email newsletter. When you do, you start getting the emails. It's uh, one or two a month, not that big of a deal. Or, I'm sorry, one or two a week, not that big of a deal. And, and with each one, you get your own 5% discount code right that's pretty rad so you can order anything and you enter in the coupon code and you save 5% like boom Oh, look i just saved 5% on my order that's pretty rad and it costs you an email address easy peasy japanese go over there take care of that now that's our friends again over at outmotoring outmotoring.com mini performance speed and uh you know what craven speed shift knob that's uh, outmotoring.com oh my show give me give me give me some of the beat Who went to saw Pitch Perfect 2? Don't lie.
1: I, dude, I haven't seen no. it. I'm going to see Avengers before I see that. Okay. I do want to see it. you are still I, open. I do want to see it.
0: Yeah. But I'm, I think I'm going to go try to see Pitch Perfect 2. I'm going to go see my folks. I saw my folks last weekend. I'm going to try to go see Pitch Perfect 2. With them. That's a good movie to take them to.
3: There's a Tomorrowland coming out tomorrow or, or tonight. And
0: tonight. Came last Friday as well. Yeah. That's on the short list. Um, but we really don't talk about movies during. I don't know why I even thought of that. That's my bad. Uh, we talk about news from motoringfile.com. And we've got... Chris Bangle on the Future of Design. Very nicely written piece. We are big fans of Chris Bangle. Well, at least Gabe is. Well, so and,
1: and a lot of people like BMW people are not big fans of Chris Bangle. They don't like what he did to the BMW way back when.
0: Because he, he made the ass into that car giant. Enormous. He, he, he Baby's got back now. So. Yeah. They actually they actually called it the Bangle Butt. They did. Yeah, that's right. I thought they were Yeah, really, but I've... The, but the I, 7 Series went from that really cool wedge shape to the big thing with that giant ass
3: but it sold a lot actually that that yeah. car sold a lot and uh and, and you know i i think you know so the design choices that he made are were very controversial at the time but now it's being widely it's being case. widely recognized as one of the you know one of the designer that you know advanced like the automotive world as a whole and the brand in particular because you know the most likely BMW would not be in the position it is today without those dramatic Design choices at the time, and uh I think you know it will be you know as we move you know uh further and further in time, I'm sure we'll be recognized as you know uh one of the best designers uh of all time
1: yeah, and uh what what I don't think is moving in the right direction is uh um, certain designs on the <coughs> mini <laughs> <laughs> <That's okay.
0: laughs>
1: yeah i mean i I think there are some design decisions, uh, this is just me personally, Todd talking, not the opinions expressed by me or not those necessarily of Roof radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> CYA um, Yeah, I think some of the design cues and the new Mini I'm still not used to uh, We can't talk enough about how much we all dislike the front bumper treatment and I still think while well, I'm getting used to the taillights uh, they still stick out to are they're, they're not very many you know? you know,
0: I only have Those taillights are ridiculous You're right when they're... But on a movie car I don't know if we've talked about this, but on yeah. a car, it's just like, oh yeah, look, there's an F fifty six. But then when you pull up, you're like stuck in traffic, and you pull up behind it. They're too bulbous. It's not the size of them so much that it's if- the size of them. It's like it's like oh my god, that 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 tail light's the size of my face.
1: I think if they were integrated yeah. in like they used to be, kind of flush with the body, uh, <laughs> would be okay. But they're just so
3: freaking bulbous.
0: They're the size of my face.
3: Yeah, it's not so much. This, you're, you're right. Like it's not so much the size of them. It's how much they are disproportionate in regards to the the, the rest of the car, uh, and and because they're not included into those lines, right? They're just sticking out. They stick out but, of the uh, back like a goiter, is what they do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I like the Cooper, like the standard Cooper a lot. You know, I I think I said that a couple of shows ago. Uh, There's a, a guy that has one uh, on my street that I see every morning with 18-inch wheels on it, and it looks it looks really nice. I mean, I think you know it looks really nice. If I if I had to make, you know, uh, if I had to buy a Mini today, I would probably buy this one. And can I say, you're,
1: you're about to look, I'm going to segue into our our next story too. You're about to like the Cooper a little bit more. And this is breaking here on White Roof Radio. This was not part of the article on Motoring File about the 2016, uh, 2016 design changes coming mm-hmm. to the, the F56. And this one that wasn't mentioned, that I, that I am aware of... Is the Cooper right now has the only grill option you get is those silver slats, right? You get three silver slats on the front, and then the rear yep. lift handle is also silver. The Cooper right. S has a gloss black rear lift handle, and then it's got the mesh grill, right? Well, in 2016, the Cooper is doing away with that. They're going to be black grill slats and a black lift handle. So all the lift from the back, all the minis will be the same with the same gloss black lift handle. Um, no more silver. That matte silver is going away for 2016. I think that's going to improve the look even a little bit more for the Cooper.
2: Yeah. I
0: agree. I was really shocked and dismayed, shocked and dismayed, I say, that they are are discontinuing the six-disc CD changer. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, this is just the end of the world. Like what I'm gonna oh. what am I gonna do with all the CDs I have? What I think is what really am I the, do with all the CDs that I have.
1: When did uh when and this is just interesting in telling of us as Apple fans, when did Apple do away with C D players in computers? Like three years ago? Uh, uh, yeah, three years ago, yeah. 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 yeah, about three years ago Apple was like the C D is dead, everything's gone digital now. And now car companies are starting to finally, you know, catch up to it and i still say mini is on the edge they're they're kind of on the cutting edge of that like most other car manufacturers are still putting cd players in the car f- for whatever reason i don't think it's a big deal db was being sarcastic i'm sure he doesn't yeah, care make, because he yeah. listens to his music on an mm. iPod or an mm. iPhone. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, it's it's probably actually a good thing. You know, when you look at the other changes, and, especially the spot suspension and the rear fog lights, it's uh, it's actually a good thing. Here's what I'm saying about this. Here is your alternative. People do not
1: understand this about the uh, F56. This is one of the most brilliant technological features this car has that nobody has talked about. We haven't even talked about, but I've been using this extensively for the last few weeks. The giant taillights. And that is, you take your <laughs> you take your music. And you just dump it onto a flash drive. You just grab a bunch of songs in mass and you mm. dump it over to a flash drive. And you then you plug that into the USB jack. You plug that into your USB jack on the car and it downloads to, um, from what I can tell, the best guess, I think it's either a, uh, I think it's a 40 gig No, it's maybe even bigger. All,
0: car- all the cars have this or just the Mini Connected cars?
1: Well, and that's what I don't know. But I know the Mini Connected car has it and you download it to the car and it is in there in the system. And you can go through and you can delete the songs. You oh. can add to it. And w- I thought at, at some point, I'm like, oh, we're going to fill this up. We've got like 200 and some songs on here. And nope, there's still. it's not even like a tenth full. And I'm like, how big is this hard drive? And of course, it's in bytes. And I didn't do the math because there were just too many digits. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> it is big. It is a big hard drive on board where you can access your music. And then when you go to... Uh, you know access media you've got the choice of of course you know um, well of course there's no CD anymore but right. if you've got an iPod or an iPhone uh, any other types of media that can be connected to it or the on board you've nice. got, got that to listen to so you choose that and go through and you can do random and whatever else which is this is a brilliant feature that people are not using If if you have that you have to use that now here's the second thing behind that before I forget huh. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I like. I would, You know. I, I'm not sure I understand like the attractiveness of this thing because that's freaking annoying having to load your songs onto a, it's a probably- thumb drive and having to load them into the car. Well, no? what I'm saying is, people who are missing a CD because
0: There's a lot of people that want to do that.
3: Yeah, right now. Okay.
1: Yeah, if you if you're like you're used to making CDs and you're used to doing that physical. Hey, I've got this thing I can put into my car. This is what I'm telling people to do as an option. It's
0: going to get the Philly Mini Club to start making thumb drives instead of CDs. Watch, mark my words. Well, today. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, because eventually everybody will have a car. Now, those of us with you know R50s, 53s, there's not even a USB port in that car anywhere. Yeah, but uh, well, anyway,
2: I I will say that CDs will will be around for a while, as will even cassette decks and or you know um, vinyl records, uh, because. Here I am, sitting here while we're doing this, burning all of my CDs back into iTunes. And you're going to say, well, why would you do that? Because the hard drive that I had them stored on failed, and then I couldn't update anything for a long time. So then I had my iPod. All the songs were on there. Okay, hopefully nothing ever happens. Well, a big... Coffee spilled onto my iPod on, on the way to the dragon. This is probably the, the saddest story ever. And I, I <laughs> wiped it off and everything was fine, but then it wouldn't start up. So then I had somebody looking at it like, yeah, you fry the power unit on it. So all of my songs are now stuck in this brick of an iPod. And uh, they're not in iTunes, they're not in iClouds or anything. So, like, all of that music that I have purchased oh, throughout Chad. all of my years are now on cds so i'm bringing two, them back into you know a hard drive that hopefully won't fail on me again i have two words for you and db's not going to agree
1: with me but this really works itunes match it's 25 dollars a year and it'll upload everything
2: yeah and i probably will do that once i actually reload everything back in yeah but it uh That's it, rough. it's on it's on the way
1: and hey i'm uh, uh, on this i'm gonna do one more thing on the theme of music and listening to things in your car uh, I want to be critical of another piece of technology in the mini car, and that is the random feature, mm. and um, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it always
3: goes back to the same. It does it's when you, the
1: same random. When yeah. you turn the car off, like let's say you're listening to your iPhone, your iPod, and there's music and you've got a playlist. Let's say there's 200 songs in the playlist, and you're listening to them on random. Okay, every time you turn the car off and get back in. It starts it over. So therefore, theoretically, you could get out of the car and get back in and hear the exact same song again. What it, and this has happened to me multiple times because the random, every time you turn the car off and start it off again, like it doesn't remember where it was, it starts over again. And that's the best I can tell what it's doing because it's still like you're listening to, say, song number 13 of 267. Okay. But then like, we kept wondering, well, why are we hearing this again? Like, shouldn't it go through everything? Like, technically, when you do that and listen to a playlist, it should go through all the songs before it repeats. Don't you guys agree? It just doesn't have any memory. It just doesn't, doesn't, yeah, remember where it was to go, hey, I've already done this. And I'm like, this is bad UI, in my opinion. One more case of... Because your iPod, you shut it off. It remembers where it was. It doesn't play the same song over again.
0: That actually would be UX, not UI. Sorry, yeah.
1: But... (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's it's just – it's horrible and it's annoying because then you're like, crap, I already – it makes it – if you do lots of short trips, it, it just makes it kind of useless. You're constantly clicking to the next track going, I already heard this one. I just heard this one five minutes ago. And uh, it's annoying. So that's my little rant.
0: Okay. Let's move along. The other big news here uh, that we were talking about with the uh, changes coming up for the next year uh, is going to be the lack of – you you have to imagine big echoes behind my voice. Uh sports suspension.
1: And it's basically going away as an option. Yeah. It's and going- this
3: is this is dramatic. I think this is a dramatic uh, loss. Right. And I'm not and I'm not exaggerating, I think. Uh, because I don't know any enthusiast was not mini enthusiasts I mean was not order uh sports suspension on their mini. I I think like pretty much everybody does it. And the Adjustable dampers are not really like solving this problem because even in sport mode, like those, those, the suspension is still ten percent less stiff than the regular sport suspension, and uh, that's that's really unfortunate. Uh, yeah, that's and I, you- I, get the feeling that they might be they might revert this decision back just as I think they will for the rear fog lamps I think
0: also. I idea It's really gonna open up the aftermarket for that type of thing. So like uh, people start looking at the Coney Yells again or start looking at different coilover. Yeah and different uh, rear sway bar options and different suspension upgrades. They're making lots of trips to DetroitTune, DetroitTune.com, for all of those suspension needs and requirements. Well,
1: Chad, what could you do for 500 bucks? Because that's how much a sports suspension has been.
2: Um and not I mean you could get right now even in buying just a set of Coney yellows on sale you're a little more than that you're almost 600, six hundred six something and then you got insulation over on top then of that. you insulation and, and possibly lowering springs and stuff like that but my question is they're getting rid of this is it because they don't think they need it anymore it's or all, that people, people aren't, aren't buying, buying it. it it's all about yeah, take well rates and, and here's so my problem with I, yeah go ahead. I think it's people just going. Well, it's five hundred bucks. I don't really need it. It's not the fact nope. that they don't think that they don't need as, it. It's the fact that they're coming down to a budgetary concern because that's what people that I've I've seen over. I was like, well, I didn't get that option because I I you know I didn't think I'd want it, but then now now I really do. Can you retrofit it? I was like, well, yeah, no. for two thousand dollars. I'm like, well, oh what? No, I don't. I can't do that. You nope. know, Harvey Cardin was a was a system that people wanted me to retrofit all the time. I was like no, you you don't want to get into that mess because I can do it, I've done it, but it's not worth your time, you know?
1: Well, it is about take rates, but it has nothing to do with about customer take rates because, and we've said this before, and I'm going to reiterate this one more time, that uh, right now at about 10 to 15% of minis sold in the United States are custom ordered. That's it. You're talking 10% of cars, okay? So that means 90% of the cars on lots are configured... ...by sales managers who are configuring these cars as stripped as possible... ...trying to arrive at X number of dollars... ...trying to say, I want the least expensive Mini I can that will sell. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, there's no LED headlights on a lot of them. You know, they all have sunroofs because that's what they think everybody wants. And they're Mm -hmm. stripped down to... ...leatherette, and they're stripped down to nothing, right? Including, why, why would somebody... You can't see a $500 suspension... Why pay $500 on a car? Because you're like, this feels pretty good to me. People get in. And they don't try them back to back to see. Okay? All of us here are thinking that's crazy. But that's the problem, is that many is making decisions you know, from a sales level because of take rates. And I mean that what people put on the cars. Well, if 90% of the cars are being configured by sales managers who, you know, no offense to sales managers across the country, most of them are trying to just make a living and sell as many cars as possible... Yep, they're yep. making the least expensive cars, and therefore they're not going to put a five hundred dollar option on there. And I think that that then
2: skews. Right. It's just it's impossible to tell what people want. I wonder how many of those sales managers are have been with the company maybe six months or maybe a year versus being with the company for eight years.
1: I don't know. Like, if it, I know. don't know if it matters because seriously, I, I don't
3: know if people would. Um, no. I p- like- people, I, I kind of agree with Todd. I think I think people, you know, when you look at the cars that are on the lot, like some some of them are really, really cheap and some of them are really expensive. And for the one, I think very few of them are actually in the middle. And for the one that are very expensive, like people, most people will not pay for this option because this is not something visible. They will pay for something visible, which has, you know, like bigger wheels, uh metallic paint or sunroof or a navigation system. But like sport suspension, it's it's uh you know, most people would not even realize, wouldn't even see the difference between non sport suspension and sport suspensions. So I don't think people are you know mostly willing to pay for this thing and which is why those you know sales managers are not putting that uh those uh sport suspension on their car they're they're ordering for me. Yep. All right. They're killing the brand.
1: Well, it's 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 skewed. I mean, the numbers are just off and wrong. It's the same thing we talked about when uh, we were talking about J.D. Power surveys. Problem is, is they're surveying many owners about the cars, right? If they right. were to survey, let's say, just average car buyers who would say, hey, we're going to do a market study and we're going to put 50 people in all these cars and they get to review them all, they don't own them but they get to say what they like and what they don't like about it, and that became the J.D. Power Survey, I guarantee you the whole thing would be turned on its head. Mm. It would absolutely be turned on its head. because people you don't say, huh? Many owners are so critical of the cars because they're like, these are their pride and joys. They're like, I paid $26,000 for this. I want it to be perfect. If there's any little thing that goes wrong with it, I'm going to complain about it. And I'm going to raise holy hell at the dealer and I'm going to give you bad ratings and, and yada, yada, yada. And it's been that way since 2002. Mini's been at the bottom of it,
0: right? JD Power. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, wow. It's mostly because of cup holders. So
1: <laughs> Well, and that's the other stupid thing is like cup holders and. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know how to I mean, roll the windows
0: up. I mean that's what happens when you teach to the test, right? You end up with you end up with mediocrity.
1: DB, you, I was with you at the was was it when we took your car in to be at the car wash? And yeah. Did the guy ask where the window switches were? I thought he did. I thought he's like, All right, "Where's the window switch?"
0: No, no. I've
1: been that- to a car wash before with a mini, and they do that. They're like, "I can't roll the How do you roll the windows up?"
0: I always roll my windows up because I'm. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I know those guy's not going to know where the window switches are, so yeah. that's yeah. weird. That's a weird quirk that we appreciate, but nobody who, else who can...
2: takes their car to car washes anymore.
0: <laughs> I wash I, it by hand.
2: People in Arizona. People in Arizona. I guess.
0: a <laughs> uh, car wash uses less water than a standard uh, driveway wash. Although I'm not 100 percent convinced of that. I don't think I use much more than maybe a gallon or two more than a car wash does. But a standard tunnel car wash only uses approximately seven gallons to wash a car. Don't right. even. How tunnel
2: I- car wash is basically just might as well just Brillo pad your paint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have nice stuff out here. We have pros. They, they use good gear. makes Makes your car shiny. You have, a, yeah. you
2: have yeah. a man that washes your car by hand. They do. They do. You
1: yeah. wash. There's some like you. You take your car in and they it goes through the tunnel and there are people with sponges get out there
2: and they sponge. Because
0: it the, tunnel the tunnel doesn't that, have that pro- would make
2: it the tunnel of love, <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs>
0: Let's move. Let's <laughs> move on, shall we? we Ouch, any other changes? Worry. Any
1: other changes to talk about in this article here? By the way, I
0: don't think there are any other changes that we wanted to talk about. So
3: the, the rear, rear fog,
1: fog lights, rear, no? the rear fog lights are going away. Gone yeah. again.
0: Uh, more against. More safety. Many U.S. stay obviously not big fans of safety anymore. The horn delay. Yeah,
2: that's that's pretty bad. That's when it's.
1: I would <bad>. think the <sighs> British would be Bur-
2: up in arms about that.
0: No, they get it. They, it's just know, the U.S. The Cooper, Chad, the Cooper doesn't get halogen fogs anymore either.
3: Yeah, that's, those choices are purely made by Mini USA. Like, uh, right it's tank. not like Mini, the brand as a whole, making those, those decisions. They still, have fog in USA. Par- yeah, they still have rear fogs in the other parts of the world because
1: uh, most yeah, of the co- yeah, yeah. countries are mandatory by law. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, no one uses it in the U.S., but hey, that gives me a, a few extra things to do when I retrofit it into your car. I know. I use mine all the time. I've got rear fogs on the GP, and whenever it's
1: raining or fog or anything like that, I'll click that on, and people really do back off. It freaks yeah. it freaks them out because on the mini they're really bright. They're they're really annoying in your face, and uh, yeah, it's like you. That's won't, what it's supposed to be, though. It
2: is. That is exactly <laughs> what the point. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's supposed hey, to be like, oh, there's somebody there. I should, somebody in front of me.
0: This is weird to me. One item I'm seeing, I keep seeing over and over that's getting discontinued. Is the universal garage door opener
1: in the Countryman? It's just in the Countryman,
0: and that's also in the F55 and the F56. Uh, really? Yeah, they're no longer offering a universal garage door opener in any of the cars, and I find that weird.
1: Oh, it's in the, that's because the, uh, the, uh, uh, it's built into the rear view mirror.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah,
1: the universal garage door opener and the compass. And what it means by the compass is, right now, if you get the, one of the packs, technology pack, it tells you what direction you're going in a little letter. In, in the, the in, rear view mirror. Yeah, mirror, yeah. Yeah, it's like BMWs have had for a while. And I've seen very few minis with that on there, and it's annoying. And I just think people don't care so much about that. But I do do miss the uh, garage door opener in the, in the door. The last R56 we had here had that, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah. It
1: was awesome. I, so. on
0: my car. I still miss the clock, so I mean... As soon as they did that. Really- <laughs> and the
1: secret storage compartment, we talked about that. The secret yeah, compartment is going west. The yep, they're yeah, clamping okay. that closed, which is and like... And fi-
0: finally on the wah, country, wah, wah. you can no longer get... The where did it go? The uh Matt Athracite Turbofan wheels, seventeen inch black star, five black five star wheels or the chrome mirror caps. Chrome mirror caps are going away altogether too. And like well, no, they still it as an option. You can oh, get them as an, it's option. Be an option. But you're not gonna be able to get it with the car. But the seventeen inch the turbofan wheels, which I wasn't a big fan of, and then the black five star wheels, which I thought were nice. Uh, those are being discontinued as well. Nobody bought them.
1: Well, hey the the countryman's long in the tooth, that thing, whole thing needs to be updated and we've got another year and a half.
0: And we talked about that last week already. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. Um, if you want to go read up, Gabe is finally just, he's been, buying the bullet, going to put 17-inch 17 17 inch wheels and tires on the uh, Motoring file Mule. Uh, I think he's just going out to, like, discount tire and doing it himself. But I mean he needs 18s. Yeah, he needs 18s. <laughs> is he doing eighteen?
2: No. Yeah, he's doing 18.
0: I'm sorry. So putting 18-inch wheels on the on the company car. Go <laughs> over to Motoring file and read all about the tires that he selected. That should be pretty exciting. and I think that's it. That's they, nice. they
2: are they are a good tire.
1: The Continental extreme contact.
0: yeah, uh,
2: that's been what pretty impressed them overall.
1: We have that on the uh, F56 Cooper that is here now, and they are fanat-
2: they are almost as good as the Michelin Pilot Supersports. Yeah, almost not quite. On a Cooper, I can see them probably lasting a little bit longer overall. on the Ss, uh, I was a little disappointed in their mileage rating versus actual rating. Um, but grip was pretty good. I mean, it was uh, not your all-out sticky tire, but it was uh, it was pretty decent. Nice and nice in the rain. Um, no real like, oh, I wish they did this or wish they did that. I mean, it was a it was a nice tire. I just wish they lasted a little longer. Yeah. And the price was good. So I'm a big fan of the Continentals. I am yeah. uh, a big fan of this. Continental really stepped up their That's game a- uh, fact- there for for a while. So,
0: so I'm going to be in the market for tires here in about another couple months. So. I might have to add those to the list.
1: Well, check the price, DB, on the 17s for the Michelin Pilot Supersports and see, because um, that is literally the tire they put on the M-Series cars on BMW puts on there.
0: Nice. So yeah, nice. and I can, run, I can run summer summer tires all year round. Yeah, yeah, you uh, can get away with that. Holy crap, yeah. Tire Rack redesigned their site.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: little confusing. Um, I will
2: tell you that we went with a Dunlop DZ-102 yeah. for a couple of people. And in a 17-inch size, that tire is only $94 a piece. Wow. How, uh, looking, Finding a sub-$100
1: tire in a 17-inch yeah. that doesn't and have like a Z and an X and like
2: eight other consonants in it. Yeah, and it was actually a fairly grippy tire, fairly good in the wet. I mean, it was a summer performance tire per se was definitely not an all season. But for ninety four dollars a tire, I was like, yeah, that's a good tire for the ladies. You know, that you know, like they want something sporty, they want something summer, but they're not looking for all that grip and they're looking for that price. You know, like I couldn't disagree with that tire <clears throat> and I put uh, several people into it and everybody's really? been very, very happy with it. I so don't know.
1: I think I think uh, uh, true enthusiasts are not big fans of Dunlop and I don't know why. But uh, I hear I hear it all the time. Like, Dunlop. Uh, the
2: Dunlap Star Specs are one of my most favorite tires as of right now. I mean it there is a go. nice grippy tire and it's not horribly break the bank break the bank. So I mean DB's it's currently rocking them. than your Michelin's
1: DB. I think grip yeah. just is good. D B you're currently rocking the Falcon Zekes, right?
0: Yeah, Falcon Zeke's came on those Sparkos that I got from uh, Jerry over at Eurotex. And it's a they're not a bad tire. I had that tire for a while. Like on my 03, I had those. And they just didn't last me very long.
2: <laughs> yeah. Get them hot and see what happens. Yeah.
0: Oh, I've already oh. done So, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of tires, there's, uh, actually, I noticed that in both of my real, real tires, I have uh, nails in them. Uh, snail, uh, sorry, snails in them. No, snails. No, uh, <laughs> the no, Go
2: for the French.
3: Yes. How do I, <laughs> Alex? We're we're uh, waiting for the word. <laughs> I don't know. What, what is the word? Sorry,
0: <laughs> you have to take take your car to Discount Tire and say, "Felt, I've got nails in my tires, and we'll take them out for no,
1: you." No, he didn't mean that. What did you mean?
3: No, I have actual nails in my tires. Oh, you have nails That's in, it it in the tires. Right?
0: Take, take yeah. yeah. it. Take, take your car over to Discount. They'll check they'll it out. They'll it. Move them and plug them yeah. um, and if they will they usually charge you like next to nothing 15 bucks 20 bucks can
3: you, can you actually plug uh, run flats
2: no you're not supposed to but they can I've seen
1: it they done run
0: they might not you have to ask them nice
2: it depends on the nail and where it's at but realistically patching it from the it's inside a- is better than plugging it like with the licorice
3: right it's uh it's on the it's in the thread like in the middle of the thread right in the middle middle
0: of the tread they might if, be able to you'd have to go check it's, if
2: it's out. small i mean realistically you could plug it and you'd be it's, just fine
3: it's not
1: recommended i know that many like the dealers won't do that but well, a, yeah. a lot of they tire do shops a lot of things a lot of tire shops will you know and i've known people that have successfully patched uh run flats before and run on them for quite quite some time i think it just depends on where it is and what angle it is also <laughs>
2: Well, I can tell work. you, I've probably plugged at least twenty-five run flats with the licorice deals, and have never had a problem.
1: No,
0: there you go. You can just do it yourself. Go get the patch kit from Pep Boys, Alex. Your mileage may vary. All or right.
2: Myers, or whoever. I mean, it comes with you know all the stuff you need for like eight bucks. Yeah,
1: you can take it to a lot of tire stores, and literally for and twenty twenty-five bucks, they'll they'll.
2: Yeah, if you don't want to get your hands dirty, because it's a dirty job.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So endeth news from motoringfile.com, yes? Uh, yes. please. I believe. Um, there was one other story over at Bimmerfile, but we're going to skip it just because it's annoying because BMW gets all the cool stuff. The BMW <laughs> My Connected Drive, they've got like a web page you can log into and like manage all your stuff. It's really awesome, and we don't get that with Mini Connected yet, but hopefully one day soon.
1: I heard, oh, I heard, I had to correct one of the salespeople this week when they were describing Mini Connected to somebody and they were saying, oh, you can do all kinds of cool stuff like post to Facebook and Twitter. Uh-huh. And I'm like,
2: "Uh, oh, no, no longer. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no more Facebook.
2: more Facebook. Here, let me show you this article. Yeah. Um, yep. Good,
0: Here, listen to this. This is a WolfCast 551. we discussed that in depth. During the episode. <laughs> hey, like, hey, hey. You don't even have to read, man. Reading is a reading is a struggle that many people have. I get that.
1: You know what's funny though? As much time as I spend around the dealer, um, whenever there's a question, everyone comes to me, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, dude, I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> you should get
3: paid for that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to start for that. Tr-
1: charging a consulting fee, and I tell people, I'm like, well, here's what. I'm, and most of the time, I'll I'll know the answer, but I'm like, I might be wrong. Double check. Don't don't take my word for it, but they always do.
0: But before
2: That's we move on. That Todd, he knows everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Before we move on, let me remind you guys about another one of the fine sponsors here. Underneath the white roof, our friends over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the F56 Intake, the Platypus uh, uh, license plate mount for those of you who have to have a front license plate on your car because you don't live in Arizona or other states where you know you don't need that. Uh, of course, the, the dipstick that we love so much, the stubby antenna, awesome, awesome pieces, the N-Gage system, the Koala manif- ta- manifold intake spacer, all the things and – the brand new, which I already mentioned, the brand new Craven Speed shift knob, which is super awesome. All that's over at cravenspeed.com. Go over there, check it out, and see all the cool things. Not to mention also my other favorite piece. And if you guys are coming to Anviv, come find me because I've got the uh, extra, extra large. FlexPod adapter in my car, and I have the um, gear shift knob. Both so a really fine piece If you're of rocking like. the
1: Galaxy 86 oh. or an iPhone 6 Plus,
0: yeah, it'll, it'll hold a 6 Plus, it'll hold the uh, the Google Nexus, it'll hold the big phones, it'll hold the, any nav system that you've got up to, uh, I think, a six inch screen, something ridiculous like that. It's a huge thing, and it's awesome, and it holds your phone, and it's great. The gear shift knob, awesome stuff. You should go check it out. And like I said, I'm going to be an ANVIF. Come find me, and I'll, my car will be open, and you can check that stuff out, and then you, we'll just Make sure you get an order from CravenSpeed right there on the spot because that's what we do. CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, check them out, sign up for the email newsletter so you're reminded when cool stuff happens. That's always a nice thing. And then, you know, buy something nice. And when you do, make sure you leave a note and say, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they, they being our friends again over at CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. So, Alex, since, we're, since we've got the spotlight on you. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: You've got to drive an M235i Coupe. Yes, so in my quest to test drive every single car on the face of the earth, <laughs> this this last weekend took me to a BMW dealership, um, and we have a very nice saleswoman, I have to say um, that uh, he even you know, texted me. He even texted me about the saleswoman, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she let me. Uh, so she let me test drive the two the M235. Me. What?
0: Why didn't you text me?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'll text you next time, Jimmy. <laughs> because, because, because uh, Todd and I, I think because Todd and I are mostly talking about, I mean, are the, the two like next up, you know, buying a car. So that's why I'm texti- texting, texting yes. him when I try this car. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I'll send you I'll send you a nice smiley uh, next time, BB. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I had a chance to test drive the M235i, and you know uh, I think uh, it's a John from you know uh said a lot of good things about it, and so uh, he really, really pushed me to actually try this car, and I'm really happy I did because um, it is a great car. It is a great car. It's funny the difference is because right now I'm driving a 135. For those who don't know. Uh, and it's funny how much differences you can have with basically the same car over uh, uh, a couple of years only. And uh, you know, I, I have to say, it drives great. The engine is amazing. Uh, the, the you know the I think it's the right size, the right package, uh, the balance. You know, it's it's really really great. Uh, uh, the car looks. I, f- I think the uh, one series was a bit controversial in, in design a little bit. I think people were either hating it or liking it. Uh, this one is a bit more. Uh, you know, a bit more normal, I would say. Like, it's, uh, you wouldn't, you. I don't think you would have, like, a positive or neg- negative opinion. It's pretty neutral. Um, uh, and as far as the interior goes, uh, you know, I think it blows away. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Audi or, you know, Volkswagen and obviously even MINI. Uh, the quality of the interior is really really great the infotainment system is also is also great you know it's not it's not you know it's 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 what it is you know we like it or we hate it but it's from from compared to whatever there is on the marketplace right now it's pretty good Mm -hmm. the only two things um, three things I think I didn't like about it is that uh, I don't know what is this obsession of making the exhaust note being you know quieter and quieter this is really annoying I have a great exhaust on my 135 now, and a lot of people are asking me if this is aftermarket, and I say, no, it's came with the car. It came as it is, and it's a... It sounds really good, though. It sounds really, really good. Uh, so that's one thing. The second thing, the braking is weak, and I think it's uh, it's weak across BMW and Mini. You know, we've been complaining about it with the right. F56, uh, and this if this is, you know, I think Gabe mentioned the fact that this is like, pretty much the same, uh, the, you know, the same... Uh, uh, brakes as we had before but they changed the pad so there wouldn't be like so much you know brake dust but this is ridiculous i think you know i'd rather have re- really really firm uh brakes instead of and you know uh, compromise or brake dust and then the the last thing uh the steering like again you know when you're driving a, a hydraulic steering car and you're getting into an electric steering car it's uh you see the difference and and i it's that so the connection to the road, like I would, have, I would say yes and no. When you drive slowly, well, you know there's not so much connection to be had, anyways. When you drive fast, actually it gets better, but uh, it feels very light, and I don't like it because I want to feel the heaviness of the car in my hands. And uh, and the only way to achieve this is by switching in Sport Plus mode. And when you're switching in Sport Plus mode, you're um, you're you know you're I mean I don't know you're using it to do. F- if you have to basically use more gas to have an ideal steering you know i feel that's it's not very that's not very you know convenient i would say um and then one one last thing which i find very funny is that um when you put in sport plus like it actually engages or disengages the, uh, the uh, um the um traction control like right. in some ways right i don't think that's a good thing to do for people who are not you know uh do, Experience. Do yeah, don't know how to dri- probably drive a real wheel drive car. That's kind of dangerous. It's not fully disengaged. <laughs> it's a little bit disengaged, I think, to to give people a, a little bit of rush when they're you know pushing it. But I we saw what happens. Uh, we saw yeah. what happens
1: on uh, on YouTube when the guy at yes. Cars and Coffee took his new M4, turned off traction control, and from a standstill basically jumped a median. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was
3: ridiculous. Yeah. and now and, uh,
0: I know, I know you say blah, 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 words, words, words. And I know why you're looking <laughs> at the M235 IQ. And it's, there's just two, two words I have. one, Well, two senses. First one, zero to 60 in 4.6 seconds. That's fast. And 320 horsepower out of the three liter turbocharged inline six cylinder engine. Yeah, That's why you're looking at the M235. And the price, because the price of that car is roughly 42 grand. Now, you know what I find is really odd? Because I'm I'm on the BMW USA M page right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, check out all the M cars, right? M cars are awesome. Here's the history of the M performance, 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 blah, 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 blah. You know what car is not listed on this page? The no. M35i,
3: because it's not an M car. Like it's a it's fake not, M yeah. car, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not. And really. so and they, so I said, sorry, go ahead,
0: you I don't understand. Why do they call it an M?
3: Well, because they, it's like the new thing to, you know, I think it's a, it's a mix of marketing and a mix of, you know, we're giving you a little bit more than the regular 135. Uh, but I don't understand why they wouldn't call like the, the three series the M three thirty five. You know, it makes right. a little sense to me. And also I think this car is targeted toward toward a specific, you know, population. I asked the saleswoman, like, what kind of people are buying this car? And she basically said, you know, either young professional that wants something that goes fast or people that already have like a couple of cars and that want something to dr- fun to drive for the weekend. So I think that's that's the target, my God, for this car. All in all to say that uh, you know, I think like a couple of months back, I said, you know, I don't think I'll go the two series route because I, you know, I already have like one series now. and I don't want to keep driving the same car, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, the M2, you know, looks amazing on paper, but I don't really like the the image that it's, they would, would project or something like this. And I think it was a really stupid comment of me to make. Because <laughs> now you like uh, the car. <laughs> yeah, because I like the car a lot now. And now- because I think this is going to be one of the last best – uh, M cars that we're going to get especially for the size and uh and the performance we're, we're getting out of this car.
0: Oh and the price. I mean the the And AM- the price, yeah, yeah. Because
3: 30, when you look at an M3 it's uh, I mean, you know, 20, this is twice 30, the price. Yeah. 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 It's
0: Twenty grand more. So I mean, who, holy crap. Yeah,
3: exactly. Exactly, yeah.
0: It's so a quick. All right. So Alex is uh checked to find That's his it.
3: Net- <laughs> I'm done with test driving for now. <laughs> That's what you said.
1: And can we also say here's a, a news story that I forgot to to link for you guys, um, and it was uh, it was like the top five cars people regret most <laughs> ab- about um, uh, about buying a year later, and and the statistics were let me read this off to you here. Basically, they said roughly one in forty cars purchased, brand new, uh, are sold a year or less later. So that's pretty low statistics, right? One out of 40 cars people get rid of within the first year. So
0: basically... This is the same article. So here, I'm going to link this one up in the show notes.
1: Yeah, there you go. Link that in there. They, they went and, and looked at some... And they're very... They're solid statistics. This isn't one of these stupid, oh, yeah, we just put some things together to make it look right. They put the statistics together, and um, basically the top seven cars were Buick Regal, People got rid of in the first year more people. That's too him. bad
0: because the new Buick wriggles is a good-looking car.
1: <laughs> the Chevy Sonic, which I've rented, oh, this is on the record. I could you I've you rented just that. Yeah, D B did say that. He's getting old. <laughs> the so, new Buick. <laughs> In car, shut up. Um <laughs> He's a Tiger Woods he must be a Tiger Woods fan. Cause... <laughs> um anyway, the Chevy Sonic, which is a piece of crap that only should be that should be relegated to uh, so, rent, rental cars, that's it. Number three on the list, BMW X one.
0: Not surprising. Whoa. That's that's but, like I'm surprised the paceman's not on this
1: list. It's a horrible I had the X one for about three days and I did not like it at all. Yeah. yeah
0: I or is a Dodge Charger?
1: Um, yeah, the Dodge Charger number four, uh, which is su- surprising to me, but I think it's like it's such a big car and yeah. it's kind of impractical. Yeah, my nephew had one, and and he, while he liked it for a while, he got rid of it in less than a year. Also, yeah. um, next on the list, number five, Mercedes-Benz C-Class. It's like That's an, the baby Benz, right? It's an entry level, you yeah. know, Mercedes. Understandable. Hey, Chevrolet.
0: Let's get an E. Come on. What's that? Save your pennies, get an E.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, number six on the list: Chevy Cruze, which that's is surprising because too- it's like that's another entry level sedan ish car,
0: Corolla ish car. Yeah, it's not terribly unattractive,
1: but people don't like it after they get oh, it.
0: And the Nissan Frontier.
1: Yeah, not surprising there. Finally, the Nissan Frontier, which is just a big ass SUV. Yeah. I know
2: somebody with a Chevy Cruze, and they've had nothing but problems with it, and they are ready to get rid of it, because they're like, Ugh, I'm just so over this car.
1: Well, I I think what was interesting, and this article goes on to talk about it, too, is that the two European cars in there, the BMW and the Mercedes, those are basically the entry-level cars for both of those. Like, the X1, it's just, it's one of the least expensive BMWs you can buy. Right. It, it literally is, and so is the C-Class for the Mercedes. And uh, people just don't like them in the long term. I think they think, "Oh, I'm getting a Mercedes. Oh, I'm getting a BMW." And then you get into an X1, you're like, oh, "Man, this isn't any better than a Ford Explorer."
0: If you're looking at an X1, look at a look at a Countryman. If you're looking at a C-Class, look at a Three Series. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Or, or or the same price of an Audi or whatever. There's a zillion cars that are better than both of those in the same price range.
3: Agreed. But I, so I have a question about this survey. I wonder if that includes um, um, also you know people who. Change car pretty pretty much like every 20 minutes because when you go on forums and you look at uh, let's say you know for the Golf R that's the two that I've been lo- uh, reading the most uh, lately the Golf R and the M2 you know people ask a question like what did you drive before the Golf R or what did you drive what are you currently driving while waiting for the M2 and people give the list of the car that they had and some people have like a new car every single year so I'm sure among those people there must be you know individuals with a lot of money that can buy a car like every 20 seconds. But I think the majority of those people don't have that much money, and they're just going insane because in this country it's very easy to change car. Like, a, I mean, you guys have it like really easy. This is compared to France, it's really really easy to get into a new car. And so you know, you read stories like, yeah, I bought an M3, but then I I drove it like for five minutes and to home, and then I didn't like it, so I I traded in for like a. I don't know, like a seven series or whatever. It's it's so funny those stories. But what's really worrying is the people like losing so much money on training in and training out training out. This is Yeah, you could lose this ten, is kinda of scary. You could lose at least
1: ten percent, if not more. Um, depending on how quickly you turn around and sell the car.
0: Really so. quick, can I just add something here real quick? Can I have, have a retraction? Yeah. I, I take back what I said about the Buick Regal. <laughs> this is on record. Good. I just, I just pulled it up again, and I went, wait a minute. That's not what I was thinking about. That's not the car I thought it was. Exactly. In fact, they actually have uh, There's actually a, like a, the, the still for a video of the car, and at the particular angle that they've got the shot, it looks like an old uh, Stratus. It's awful. Yeah. Except so, so. without the cool cab forward design. Yeah. See. So-
3: so, Todd, do do you people at your dealership like talk about those, you know, those uh, p- uh, customers like changing cars every twenty seconds? We have and, like f- losing so much money on it that they're making fun of it, or is it well, not,
1: a, not a thing? There are a few of them uh, when it happens, and you see it, and there are some people I know. This is not like the dealer telling me. I know a guy. Okay, who did this, who brought in a car. He was so upside no. down and it hadn't had it so long. The new car that he drove out in, his payment was somewhere over $700 a month.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Because, because of doing that, because of losing money in the car, and he just wanted to get rid of it and wanted to get into something new so badly that he was willing to roll it over and take it and, uh, and pay $700. $700 a month for a car. Yeah, he took it. That's right. That's a that's not a car payment, that's a mortgage. And and that sounds silly because we're saying this and there are people out there who are probably listening and going, "Well, I drive a Range Rover and I've got a 7 Series and I pay $900 a month for it." But
0: if you have a 7 Series, you should pay $900 a month cuz that's an expensive car, but it's right, worth. No. Right. If you have a
1: Mini, if you have a Mini, that's a problem. If you're buying a $95,000 car, I understand a, a $7, 800, $900 a month car payment. Yes. Um, I've even seen guys with M6s and a $1,200 a month lease payment. $1,200 a month lease payment. Or $1,600 a month in a lease yeah. payment. But people do it all the time. Yeah,
0: that's insane. People I hate rich people.
1: People do it all the time. <laughs> and it's funny because I don't know what the statistics are now, but I know they used to be BMWs. 50% of uh, 5 Series, for example, were leased. Oof. 50% of the cars uh, sold were leased cars.
0: Well that makes sense because the appreciation on those is so happens so quick and so much. It's so drastic.
1: Well, it also speaks that a 5 Series specifically is a very business like car, you know. Yeah. People people buy it for a company car and they're like they get to choose whatever they want. They're like I'm going to go get a 5 Series. That's
0: that's what I would do.
1: It says it's a nice car, but it's not a 7 in your face. I've got so much money, you know. Right. But those of us who know, I mean 5 Series can be really expensive. That can be a $70,000 car. So, starts
0: so, at, Starts at fifty grand for a five series.
3: Yeah. So what is your, your position on like financing versus leasing? Like you know, from what I lease. read, like everything like leasing is actually a very bad thing to it's do. It's a very it's a bad idea. Leasing yeah, unless
1: unless you're doing it for a business. And yeah. just because the the way you deduct the expenses like a business car, you can deduct a hundred percent of the lease payment and, and the oh, wow. expenses yeah. that go along with it. It's very easy. Um, uh, tax
0: wise it would make sense for Todd to lease a car, yes, yes, yeah. for a yeah, business
1: yeah. and and I drive few enough miles where it 's not going to be too expensive it, it would
0: not make any sense over for me right. to lease a car right right, because I drive twenty five thousand miles a year
1: I recommend <laughs> against leases for most personal uses, uh unless you know you 're like an old person let 's say this just happened, a friend of mine 's uh, parents who are in their seventies. Decided, you know what, we're going to get a new car, but we're not going to buy a new car because we don't know how much longer we're going to be driving. And I'm mm. like, this is a smart thing. That makes sense. Go lease a car for two or three years because you're like, you know what? In three years, I don't want to drive. I may just give up the keys and not want to drive anymore. And yeah, so, plus,
3: you don't want to be worrying with your those
1: expenses when you're like retire- in retirement, right? Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. That's another thing. So I think for older people who have enough money that say, yeah, this is probably a good idea, that's a good decision to lease, you know, for, for somebody like in that position or businesses. But personally, no. And MINI never has offered, like for our listeners, MINI's never had really good lease deals, except on maybe Cooper's, yep, entry, no. you know, the very entry-level cars. There's never good lease deals on MINI's anyway, so...
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
1: that's what okay I
0: mean. yeah exactly um good that takes of we're, we're just knocking them out of the park here really quick before we continue i want to do a quick uh, go motoring update um go motoring <laughs> will be relaunched the week of november 12th
1: Oof. oh my gosh liquid almost came out of my nose
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> i had to throw that in there hey chad yes how was the dragon
2: it was a very busy weekend Yeah, I was, um, we had, God, in our booth at any given time, we probably had six people working at all times right? and we would be really, really busy and we'd all be talking to customers and we'd all be talking to, you know, something about somebody's product and then it would get like a lull and everyone would look at each other and be like, okay, let's just like get some water because it's going to come right back. And then boom, it was really busy again. It was, um... It was a very interesting weekend, uh, you know, to to say the least. But, I mean, the Dragon, it takes on its own shape every year. I mean, it is a different thing every single year. But uh, overall, uh, we had a great time. We worked on quite a few cars. Um, This year, we sold products that we've never sold before. And the products that we sell out of every year, we sold one or two. It's
1: interesting that just speaks to there's a whole different group of people there, huh?
2: It's a whole different group of people. Um a lot more knick-knack stuff, not actual functional stuff. People want the $5, $10, tchotchke, $20 tchotchke. Oh yeah, I mean tw- t- tons of $20, you know, $20 here, $20 here, $20 here, you know. Uh we had uh, a lot of that stuff. So, um you know, it was a it was a memorable dra- dragon. Um we uh, lost the iPod. The iPod died. Uh, you know, my good hundred and twenty gig iPod that we've had for years. They don't make anymore. You can go on Amazon and find them for six hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, screw that. I'm not gonna try to do that. But uh, we lost the iPod. We um, we didn't. Uh, we had to stop twice coming down. So it was a really long trip down coming down. We had uh, one guy got a ticket for the the stupidest of stupid things: a window tint and no front marker lights. Um, oh. Um, and then another car, uh, randomly decided, Hey, I hit something and I feel like I need to eject my battery cable out of the battery and, you know, burst it's a uh, little explosion thing. So we had to, uh, get some pliers and, uh, pry the battery back together to, wow. uh, to make it to the next destination. Um, we then, uh, worked and the, My car, which was still kind of untuned and unsorted, was uh, working beautifully throughout the weekend, uh, which was nice. Um, Didn't try to, you know, overdo it or anything, but uh, didn't leak any oil. Everything was working the way that it should until I tried to come home because uh, my car wasn't on the trailer. Somebody else's was. Um, So uh, we brought home a car that had no no compression in Cylinder 2 and it uh probably needs an exhaust valve we're just about to pull the head off of it here and uh, find out but um when i got home my car was leaking oil at that point so i was like yeah crap you know so yeah <laughs> uh, we're gonna find all those weak links before we uh take it on the track here and make it the the super fast car that we know that it's gonna be yeah um let's see what else happened um uh, I turned 40. <laughs> we had uh we had a, a nice little uh, birthday uh, soiree. Uh, Zeke bought me a cake. Uh it was very very thoughtful. Oh, was I it see. in the shape of a giant penis? Uh <laughs> no, it was not actually. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thank God. But, um, the, uh, the the Bruce the Bruce Wap uh, was a lot of fun and uh, he brought out a cake for everybody and uh, we cut it all up and uh, sent out cake to everybody. And uh we um uh, then had a, a little surprise birthday party in the uh, in the tent. Uh, Josh uh, Hammond and his lovely wife Amy, who uh, I happened to have married, uh, they uh, they threw a little uh, surprise party in the tent uh, with the help of Stephanie, and uh, we had some adult pinatas <laughs> where we uh, they we we then left them hanging from the center of a tent for the rest of the weekend because they were dragons. So I mean, it was totally appropriate
0: were they in the shape of a penis
2: uh, no they were not they were in the shape of dragons that's
0: good.
3: Okay. what's uh, up with you guys in penises tonight I mean stuff like that. that's...
2: obviously that's what's on their mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um it was a it was definitely a very very good event um all of the organizers and everybody put a lot of hard work into it every year and there was just the right <laughs> amount of cool weather and just a little hint of rain but never really rained per se um it never really got hot so nobody ever really got sunburned but you ever you always needed a jacket with you um and i don't think anybody really crashed per se i mean it was a it was a pretty safe dragon this year everybody uh for the most part drove their car home that's awesome um, so, I mean, I think uh, this year was a good year for the dragon overall. Um, we did a, a special little thing for Barry this year. He's uh, he's obviously been doing the dragon for a long time and been putting a lot of hours. I mean, he's, he does, you know, six to eight months of the year of the dragon and And uh, he doesn't really take any money or anything for it. It's just more of a volunteer thing, even though it is incorporated. So um, we all felt that he needed to have some, uh, some recognition and uh, they bought him a really fancy mixer because he makes special cakes and uh, you know, they've, they've had some financial issues with uh, medical bills and, and lost loved ones and things like that. So, uh, there was a lot of people donating gas cards and various uh, gift certificates to various places to help out with living expenses for Barry so it that was awesome. uh, that was very well needed for somebody who puts a lot of time and effort into the mini community so
1: the mini community coming together as they usually do yeah yeah That's very and, nice That's really
2: and nice. the this year's overall uh, take as far as um you know charitable donations and food and just it was through the roof this year um i don't think this year was any more people than any other year per se i mean it was fairly average Mm -hmm. but um i know that the i think the miniskirts raised like eighteen thousand dollars for uh their charity there was another like you know uh, fourteen thousand dollars for the 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 local food charity. I mean, just big big numbers. And I know you can find these exact numbers on uh, Motoring Alliance under the uh, under like search uh, Dragon Benefit or something like that, and uh, you'll find it. But I mean, there was there was a lot of money that put out, and and our man Zeke. I mean, he really steps up to the plate. Um, I did the bingo this year, and he gave like. Every single prize, it it seemed like he had you know coffee crisps for every single drawing. He had extra things. He I mean he just goes above and beyond every year. And I think a big uh, a big heartfelt uh, thank you for Zeke uh, being in the mini community at the Dragon uh, is well worth it because he really does a lot. He did a lot for us at the tent. He made sure that things there at the Dragon happened. Uh, you know, was volunteering for things, and he made a lot of uh, group drives and and various uh, donations uh, going forth throughout the entire weekend happen. And uh, you know, he did this uh, without any uh, you know uh, thought for his own sake. So that's awesome. Uh, that is a uh, you know real good. So uh, that's. Kind of what the dragon has become now is is really a bunch of people going and helping a lot of things. It's not as much party as it used to be.
1: It's calmed um, down. Everybody's getting old, Chad.
2: You yourself well, you, you know yeah, you're turned over, forty this year. You're you know, over 40. So. Welcome to the forties. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it's it, it, which is not a bad thing. I mean I, the yeah. parties are good and they were definitely uh tamer, but I mean they were still there. Um but uh you know it's a little uh, a little more subdued. And, uh, you know, a lot of good things are happening within the community. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think it was a really good time. And if, uh, you know, if Ava can match what the Dragon can do this year, um, <laughs> you know, the mini community in general will have uh, raised, you know, half a million dollars towards uh, charitable donations, I'm sure. So that's yeah. awesome. That's,
0: that's awesome. awesome. That's uh, good good on the Dragon. Once again, for those of you who went, I'm glad you all had a good time. Hope everybody got a chance to go hang out with Chad for a little bit. That's always fun as well.
1: Yeah. And come hang out with us this week at AmVivs.
0: That's right. This week, uh, starting Thursday, all uh, Alex and I and Todd will all be in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Silverton Resort Lodge Hotel in, uh, and... uh Bass Pro Shop. And Bass Pro Shop. We're going to be hanging out, um, you know, doing Mini Cooper stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun happening at AmViv. You can get more information about AmViv, com. There's actually an ebook. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. I really am, for real. So I've got the link right here in front of me that has all the information about everything that's happening at Ambit for the week, so you guys can go get that downloaded, added to your phone, whatever. And official
1: registrations are closed, but if you want to come, just show up and register there on site.
0: Exactly. That's all you have to do. The Motorama event is supposed to be a lot of fun. Uh, Not really a car show, more like a hangout with food trucks and just cool things to do. The dealer's going to be there. I think they're going to be offering test drives of the F-56, so that's pretty rad. Come on, test drive. Mm -hmm. That's oh, going to be a good time. You guys should come see us. Maybe a special guest or two. Who knows? Maybe a special guest or two. Exactly. Plus, you can come out to my come out and see my car. You can see all the cool Craven Speed bits on the inside. Or and
1: uh, and come visit the uh, motoring stripes tent. Yes, the motoring stripes tent. We hope we're Tom- we're hoping the tent arrives uh, in in Vegas in time. It will be there. Uh, okay. Look for the big green tent, and we've got some new products. We've got some travel mugs, some coffee mugs, some fun uh, fun little things. Uh, new process. That I you think you're going to like And they won't last So come find us soon on yes, Friday
0: sir. Exactly um, And you know just hang out with us It's going to be a good time We're really excited Especially to see all of our friends Who we haven't seen either since Southwest MiniFest Or the last AmViv Or even um, MiniTakes Texas States So we're super excited it's I mean I'm just three, I'm literally counting down the days
1: It's been three years Since I've been to an AmViv
0: Really? Three years oh, yeah. Cause You I, didn't go to the last
3: AmViv at Red Rocks I didn't make it to the last one I haven't been in Vegas since I was 17, so.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) It's on now.
0: (laughs) As we record this right now, we're four days, 12 hours, 16 minutes till I leave for AMVIF. So I'm pretty excited.
3: That's that's very precise. I'll have
1: my first hangover. I'll have my first Vegas hangover by the time you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I get
0: there on Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> Todd gets there a day early. All right. Um, Alex, yes,
2: Alex. Once you get there, you'll realize why he was counting down like that. So
0: <laughs> okay. I'm really excited. Um, but that's all we have for tonight, gang. Uh, we are going to be like we mentioned. We are going to be at Anviv this week. So uh, next week's show will be a little late or oddly shaped. Yes. Not really, we'll have to see nothing um, wrong with being oddly shaped. It, it might be dubbed Black Roof Radio from Vegas. It might be Black Roof Radio. Who knows? It might just be Alex drunk reading Shakespeare.
3: <laughs> uh, speaking Yiddish <laughs> Which could, would be a thing to behold. It, it could be. be
0: completely delightful. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. Or him, you know, just railing on why a Star Wars Episode Four was just his the, the worst movie ever invented.
1: Talking about the fakakta what? bumper on the new mini.
0: Or talking about the bumper on the F 56. We'll figure it out. We'll get Alex really drunk and just make him say ridiculous things. Somebody, somebody will... spell <laughs> you know, it in French. No one will understand him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll do, he'll do it all in French. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. Come find us when you get to AMVIF, please, uh, and hang out with us. It's going to be awesome. Uh, that's it. Don't forget, motoringstripes.com. Go over there. Uh, get your stripes. Those are Todd-made stripes. Put them on your car yourself. Make your car look really cool and awesome for Amviv or the summer, whichever you like. The boot protection strip for the Countryman, stripes for the car. And I'm going <laughs> to so bring some, uh,
1: so, uh, on DB's recommendation, I'm going to bring the White Roof Radio Signature Sunroof Delete Kit in black and white and have blowout pricing at Amviv if you're interested. I will have a few of those.
0: There you go. The White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's one of my favorite pieces. It's called the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit because Todd invented it for my car and it's just a piece of plain color, just white vinyl for the top of my roof. And it's brilliant because it blocks all the sun from coming into your car. It's awesome. Yep. Anyway. I love mine. Yeah. Are we done? Yes. Good, yep. we're done. Gang and am Anviv, this is the part of the show where I do like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead. Click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. À bientôt.